you know, you you can't just sit and do nothing when something went wrong. You need to take a step and uh, do something. Do something that scares you, but it would be better for you in the future. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. Together, we will break all the stereotypes about Ukrainians so that when the flag of Ukraine is lifted anywhere in the world, everyone will know Ukraine and its unique culture because today, Ukraine has a dynamic new generation that will change the world. Hello, My name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then... From 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for Ukrainian children. And thank you all so much for the support. More than 200 people participated in this project for Ukraine, from the vice president of the Helen Marlin Group to the vice chancellor of the UGCC Church, to the president of the Erasmus Student Network Kiev, to the president of the World Trade Center Kiev, to students from the FLEX program, Ukraine Global Scholars, Yale University, Harvard, and the London School of Economics, to the United Nations, to interns at the Ukrainian Parliament and at the Canadian Parliament, to top 1% students in Ukraine. But not only them. This project is for all Ukrainians from all backgrounds. So if you wish to participate, send me a message on Instagram at aziz.future and join the Telegram channel Kiev Future. My goal is to make interviews with hundreds of Ukrainians and the world is listening. This podcast is already top 50 in the United Kingdom, France, Switzerland and Monaco, top 25 in Austria, Germany, Canada, Russia and Poland, top 15 in Australia, Italy, Spain and Dubai, and top 10 in Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands, South Korea, Singapore and many other places because this is now officially the number one podcast on Apple about Ukraine. Together, we will break the stereotypes. Together, we will help all other countries discover and respect the greatness of Ukrainian people and this good reputation will support the development of Ukraine, creating more opportunities for every Ukrainian to have a better life. So let's begin. My guest today is Valerie Onoshko. Valerie is a student at Cherkasy Bohdan Khmelnytsky National University. 
In three years, she will become a teacher of English and German languages. Valerie is an active person who likes to participate in different events and projects. A short time ago, she took part in the beauty contest of her university where she made new friends and experienced new emotions. She is fascinated by travel all around Ukraine and to other countries all over the world. Her hobbies include drawing and reading books, especially novels. Valerie, how are you today? Hi, I'm good today and uh, I want to thank you for inviting me to participate in this project and also I want to say hi to beautiful people who are listening us now. I agree with you. Hi to everyone listening and to focus on you, Valerie, and in a more emotional way. When you really want to feel the emotions that you like, you want to feel alive, to forget all troubles, what is something that you enjoy doing? When I feel uh, when I feel I don't like my reality and I want to escape it, I really like to read books because it uh, helps me to feel new emotions and feel the character of this book. Thank you. So books help you experience and feel new emotions and feel the character of the book, correct? Yes, and uh, I can turn on my fantasy. I like that. And you said the character of the book, so it's not the characters or the people in the book, it's each book to you has a different character, experience, fantasy, that gives you new emotions, correct? Yes, because uh, all people have their their um, features and uh, all people are special and even characters in the books are special to me and I can take uh, something from them to make myself uh, better. Interesting. So each character, whether in reality or in a book, is very unique. And when you turn on your fantasy and imagine what's happening in any book, you take things that help you develop your own character, understand yourself better, and grow as a person, correct? Yes. Interesting. And is this something you always had when it comes to books or in the beginning? You are just reading books for fun, and then at some point, books became for you new experiences, growth, fantasy, etc. I like to read books uh, to take time when I'm free, and then I find something for me in this book, in uh, it, and I read it, and I like it in the end. And do you have some favorite book or type of genre of books, maybe Harry Potter or detective books, etc., that seem to give you a lot of new emotions? I like to read novels, especially I like to read Jane Eyre. Or not so long ago, I started to read Elizabeth Hubert. It's a book, It Pray Love. 
it's about how a woman tries to understand herself and I find me in this book. What about you is in the book about the woman who's trying to understand herself and even deeper, are you able to understand yourself or because you're constantly growing and changing, it's always difficult to understand who you are because it's always changing? Um, I can say that, yes, I understand myself and I like myself now. And But this uh, is not just happens to me that one day I wake up and, wow, I, am, I understand myself. No, it's been um, a really long way to understand me, to, um, to know how I feel, to know what I want to feel and uh, to understand what I want from this life. Yes, so it was a long journey of understanding what you feel, how you want to feel, and what you want out of this life, correct? Yes, it is. And have you ever thought about becoming a writer where you will write your own novels, create your own characters, that will help you understand yourself even deeper. Yes, I think about it, and I thought about it, and uh, I even have my own Telegram channel where I uh, post quotes that I like. And uh, maybe one day I will use these quotes to make my own book with my thoughts. Your own book with your own thoughts, and you love novels? especially that each character is unique and it helps you take something for your own character, correct? Yes. And how is drawing similar to that? Do you seem to draw portraits and people and then wonder about their character and their personality? Or maybe you prefer nature or something like that? Tell me about drawing. Um, I like to draw nature and uh, drawing... Um, gives me happiness because I can express my thoughts through drawing and uh, I feel at peace with the world and seem to radiate the harmony of the universe. And uh, this kind of hobby removes tension from the mind and rests my soul. So drawing satisfies me. I like that. And therefore, it seems to me it's very different when you're reading a novel or when you're drawing. I don't know if there are any similarities that you can say, but reading is about experiencing new emotions with the characters, taking something for yourself, while drawing is about expressing your emotions and feeling at peace with your soul. Correct? Yes, but with drawing and with reading, I can escape from reality and I like it in it. Why? Because sometimes uh, you meet people that you don't like and uh, you always uh, have these troubles with life and uh, you need to relax. And my relax and ex escape from reality is uh, reading books and drawing something. So are you an empath? 
When you see people, do you feel their energy, all the people around? And if people have negative energy, it affects you, so you need to escape it? Or this is not correct? Yes, it is. I uh, like to analyze people. And uh, when I did it, I feel like I don't like this person. And especially when I look in the person in the eyes, and I believe that the eyes are the soul of a person and by them you can learn the whole truth about a person. And I, I understand that this person is just not my person, not my type. Wow, I have so many questions now and first. So is it similar when you read the novels that you're analyzing the characters to take something? And then when you meet people, you analyze them to take something, but some people have nothing to give because when you look in their eyes, you see their soul, that they're not your people, correct? Yes, and it happens by itself. I just, I don't know, I just understand it. Yes, and you mentioned two times soul. What does it mean for you, soul, and how is it different to character? I think soul is uh, what person is hiding in in him, because uh, you know when you meet the person, you only see the picture of it. You see his face. You see how how he dressed, and uh, but you don't see his soul. Huh? What emotions he he experienced and uh, what happens in you happened in his life and uh, when you really understand his soul you can uh, say that he is not this person that you think that you thought he is when you first met thank you so when you meet someone or we meet any person we see their face we be, we see their clothes and we imagine they're a certain type of person but the reality is Unless we look in the eyes of the person, analyze them and understand their soul, we don't really know them because they can be very different to our impression of them. Correct? Yes, it is. And what is more interesting to you? Where do you see the beauty in people? Do you find that you're like 100% about the soul or 100% about the character or 50% about the outside, 50% about the inside, or how are you? I like to understand the soul of a person, and then I will, I will make friends with him, something like that. Thank you. So imagine someone, the outside is not at all attractive, but their soul is beautiful. You will really like that person, or you think, no, that is not my person, just to understand which one is for you the dominant criteria. Uh, yes, I uh, will. Uh, of course, I at first I will look at the person as, uh, as uh, his face, his, uh, uh, his um, appearance, but uh, when I'll talk with person, I'll understand um, his soul, his thoughts, his emotions and then I will, uh, I will choose, I like him or not. Yes, you said whether it's your person or not. 
Do you believe that such chemistry or people who are your people are common? Or is it rare that maybe 10 people you meet, only one would be good, similar, or the soul is your person? Or is it like 5 out of 10? Or how common or rare is that? I think it's quite rare because I had a lot of friends and I had a lot of friendships in my life. But now I have only 5 to 10 persons that I really uh, like them, like to talk with them, and they are my really best friends. So, yes, it's uh, only 5 or more people that that will be with you, that be, that uh, that you will like, and you will like their souls. You really like their souls, and it appears to me that you're a very emotional, sensitive kind of girl. Is this correct? Yes, I am. And the funny thing, I had many guests that are girls who say they're emotional, but they say, Maybe it's a typical Ukrainian thing where they have a poker face that is very serious and sometimes they can be full of emotions in their soul inside. But when people look at them, they look so serious. They think, why is this girl so angry? Is this your situation? And if so, tell me more. Uh, I will absolutely, um, absolutely... um... I will absolutely agree with you because yes, it is. And uh, even when I, I just uh, walk, uh, I just go to the city and uh, I'm shopping or something like that, and I meet my friends or uh, my even my mom. I am really with a pocket face. I don't look like I'm an emotional girl. I don't like look like I am happy or something like that. And uh, my mom always says, why are you look like that? But I think, yes, Ukrainian people uh, don't like to show their emotions to old people. So how do you deal with that? When you meet someone new, how do you feel their emotions and their soul if their face is serious? Is it from the eyes like you mentioned? Or how do you do that? Yes, sometimes it comes from the eyes, but uh, I just start to talk with uh, with this person, and uh, then I uh, I uh, understand what he likes and find common interests with this person. And if a person wants to talk with me and to know me better, then we can. Uh, make friends with you, I guess. Yes. And you said you go to the city, which is Cherkasy, correct? Yes. Why didn't you choose any other city to study for university, whether Kiev or Lviv or Odessa or Kharkiv? I like my city and uh, also I, uh, because of pandemic, I don't want to travel far from home and uh, also I entered uh, this university and I uh, think it's not a bad idea so I stay at home uh, because I'm not uh, 18 years old 
so it is uh, harder for me to live in the other city so i think it would be better to stay at home yes so is it really important to you home and your family or is it more that you're not yet at the age where you feel it's time to go far and be more distant so is it important to be near always or only during this phase and why i like my home and i like my family really i know people i know people my age and don't like their relatives don't like their grandmothers their aunts but i really like them and but sometimes you know i want to because uh, it's my life i started my own life and uh, i want to to make my own my own home my own path to success and something like that and sometimes at home i can't do that because of my parents because i have sister and i have uh, i have my uh, um, i have my responsibilities for something to do at home yes so at the same time you like your relatives and everyone at home but also a part of you wants to create your own success and independence and that is difficult to do if you're dependent at home correct yes, yes. and entering university do you believe that you feel like an adult now or you still like the same as high school you're just a university student i think because of pandemic i feel like uh, i'm a high school student because uh, i stay at home all uh, this school uh, all this uh, university year and uh, i don't really meet new people like you know this happens in university when you meet new people make friends with new people but uh, i didn't have that so i don't really feel like i'm an adult and i uh, can uh, live alone uh, or even move to the other city so yes i know you're fascinated with the souls of people but you spoke about reading novels and drawing as an escape from people who are not your people and you said you spend this year not meeting new people so are you more of an introvert but sometimes you like to meet new people or are you someone who's a social butterfly and you really really miss the opportunity of meeting many many people uh, i am not a social butterfly uh, at all but uh, i am something in the middle of it i uh, yes i like to meet new people but uh, i don't like to make first step to it thank you and you said your friends or your mom or whatever if they find you shopping they think you have a very serious face so imagine someone who meets you that is new what would they discover about your character that will surprise them because it's very different your outside to your soul like you said about people you like when people see you they don't know you and after they understand your soul what surprises them or what is different between your outside world and inside world 
you know, people, uh, a lot of people said it to me that when they meet me, they, when they met me, they said that I am a fragile, I am, uh, I am really tender girl, but uh, when they know me better, uh, they say, oh my god, I, I can't even imagine that you are a person like that. So I think it's, uh, it's my difference that I look like I am uh, this tender girl who can't uh, do something strong, do, be strong, but in my soul and myself, I uh, really strong and uh, and really emotional and passionate about things. Thank you. So at first, people think you're a fragile, soft girl who is not strong, but when they understand you, you they see you have a strong spirit, passion, and that you're strong in general. Correct? Yes. Yes. Do you like that? being strong internally rather than soft and fragile yes i like but sometimes i look at the girls who are really this tender and fragile and i think that <laughs> i want to be like them but i can't and what would be interesting to you about being a fragile girl I like the fact that when people meet this fragile girl, they um, they um, they don't really believe in her, and uh, they don't rely on her much. So you can relax more and escape if they didn't do that. Did I understand correctly? Yes, uh, yes, because when I. Uh, I show myself as this strong person. Uh, people rely on me much things to do and uh, they know that can uh, rely on me as a person. But uh, when uh, I meet uh, this fragile girl, uh, I know that people will not do that to her. So your life would be easier, more relaxed if you didn't, the people didn't give you too much responsibility because they know you can handle it. Yes, but I like this responsibility, so it is okay. I understand. And why did you choose to become a teacher of English and German languages? I've been learning English since I was four years old. So I, uh, I like this language so much, so I, uh, I know that I will connect my life with this. But uh, a teacher is... Um, I always wanted to do something uh, great uh, for people and for this world, and I think that this profession as a teacher will help me to realize my plans. Yes, as a two things. So since you were four years old, you have been learning English and you want to connect your life with the English language. That is one. And second, you want to do something great in this world and you believe that becoming a teacher allows you to do that. Correct? Yes. 
And did you have any teacher in your life who really impacted you and changed you as a person? And can you tell a story about that if it happened? Yes, I had uh, two teachers in my life that I really, really liked. It is my class uh, teacher. Uh, she was a teacher of English and she really gave me so much uh, inspiration for to be a teacher. She gives me inspiration to start this career of teacher. And uh, also my teacher English, she uh, also worked in my school. She, she believes in me. Even if I fail, uh, she always uh, tried to uh, give me this love to English. And uh, I really appreciate that because she did a lot to me. Yes. And is she a role model of the type of teacher that you wish to be? And because she did a lot for you, you know that becoming a teacher will change the lives of many children when they get older, etc.? Or what else really is the impact? She is a really good teacher and she is very smart and she is always she was always fair to me and to others. And yes, she was a kind of teacher that I really want to be. Thank you. And as your dreams, since sometimes you like to escape and draw nature, would you like to be a teacher in a place that has a lot of nature that is not in a big city? Or do you feel that the next phase of your life should be at some point to experience a big city to understand that life? Is it attractive for you? Is it not? Do you prefer to live in a place that is smaller with more nature? Or what are your desires? I love both of it, really. I can't uh, choose one because I love this busy of city and I love this experience of uh, busy surviving in the city. But also I really like nature. My grandmother lives in the village and I know what it is, the school in village. I know uh, how how special it is because lessons can be even outside and I like this fact. Very interesting and it makes me think about travel inside Ukraine and outside and since you're fascinated by travel what do you find yourself often preferring to travel to? Do you like to go to the beach and summer vacations? Do you like to visit cities with old history to discover that? Do you like to go to places where you read novels about them so that you compare your fantasy to reality? Or what kind of thing or place or location seems to be most interesting to you when it comes to travel inside or outside Ukraine? You mentioned the books and yes, I can say that when I uh, read a book uh, which uh, describes the nature of a country or city, I want to visit it. 
And not long ago, I uh, read a book, Call Me By Your Name, and it, uh, the writer uh, talks about uh, the Italy, and now I really want to visit Italy. And uh, it happens with all books that I read. That is so fascinating, and that it happens with all books that you read. And asking about you as a reader, are you one of the speed-reading people who can read like 600 words every minute? Or do you like to read slowly, to imagine more vividly, and to take your time to finish any novel? I like to read uh, dialogues, but uh, I don't like to read these uh, descriptions of uh, nature. <laughs> it's so strange that I like nature, but I don't like to read about it. I like to, to read dialogues and how they develop uh, with, uh, with characters. And when you read dialogue, to, do you try to understand the character and the soul of each person in that dialogue? Yes, of course. I like that. And why? What is so interesting to you about understanding the souls of people that it happens automatically whether you read in a dialogue or looking someone in their eyes? I think, yes, it happens automatically because... Um, I want to feel emotions uh, from this person or character. I want to uh, to be on his position, to be uh, to know his thoughts, to understand his thoughts, and uh, then to to know how to speak with him. And that's all, I guess. Why? Imagine you put yourself in that character's or person's position, you understand their emotions, you feel them, and you know how to speak to them. Why is that interesting for you? Is it that you can make more friends this way? Is it because you're searching for your people and to know whether this is your person or not? Or it's just something you cannot explain but you're fascinated with the soul's understanding and feeling the emotions of people, and there isn't a specific reason. I think it's all about experience, because when you feel emotions of uh, a new person, you understand that you have never felt this, these emotions before, and you want to develop it in you. And I guess it's because of it. But what does that mean? This is so fascinating. So when you feel that person's emotions or emotion and you realize you never felt that emotion before, you want to develop it in yourself, which does what? Does it allow you to understand yourself more? Or if you develop that emotion, you grow as a person? Or what is the goal or the interesting thing for you? It helps me to understand myself more. It uh, helps me to, to understand my soul, to understand my uh, thoughts of life. 
to and also to make new friends because when you know uh, that not all people are happy uh, that people have their own emotions they have their own experience in life and uh, people are not uh, uh, as they seem like when you first met them you can understand them and i like it because uh, now when i meet new people i can i can understand them faster than uh, just uh, when uh, i don't know how to say it i i just like the fact that when i meet new people i can uh, i can make friends with him faster than then in uh, in two years ago or three years ago because now i have more experience in it thank you so their emotions and people in general help you understand your thoughts and emotions better and with each experience you learn how to make friends faster correct yes but why is it so important for you to make new friends faster if you only have like five friends or seven or ten that are close, so it's not common for you to make new friends. I mean, make new friends, like, um, you know, when you meet new people, you need to talk with them, you need to understand them, and uh, I think, yes, I make friends with them when I... uh, when I understand them, and uh, yes, I have the five from five to ten best friends, really best friends, uh, with uh, whom I can speak and I can uh, tell my thoughts. But uh, when I say, when I said uh, make friends, it just meet new people. When you need to speak with people, when you need to understand them. Thank you. And how does that happen? Because you said earlier that it's difficult for you to initiate such friendships or do the first steps. So is it that you prefer that those people come to you and begin the process and then you try to understand them and to feel them? Or is it like your fantasy that you will go and begin new friendships and initiate but in reality it doesn't work or in your fantasy you're a strong girl in this way but in reality you're fragile and you wait and you don't really initiate or what's going on most often it happens uh, in uh, the group of friends where uh, my friends have their own friends and uh, then I meet new people and I need to speak with them, I need to understand them. So it happens, I, I guess, only in a group of friends when we meet for a part in, at the party or at the university when I uh, participated in uh, the beauty contact, uh, contest. I uh, need to meet new people and to speak with them. Tell me about that beauty contest. What was most interesting about that experience? I like the fact that I can uh, introduce myself in uh, other way. That uh, I never participated in uh, 
in contests like that. And uh, this was a great experience for me to meet new people, to feel new emotions about it, because uh, I spent uh, every day at the university and uh, every day I, uh, I uh, learned something from people that I was with and I really like it about beauty contest. Yes. It seems to be a unique experience that helped you understand yourself and feel new emotions. When you want to escape, whether reading novels or drawing, is, are these the only two channels or ways that you usually escape? Or do you have some things you tried before that also worked? I like to be a photographer. I don't like to make photo of people. I like to make photo of nature or um, something at home. Also, I like cooking, so I make a video of my uh, of my desserts. And, uh, no, tell me about cooking. What is that process for you? What is the joy of cooking? Is it like the result? Is it the beginning? Is it the waiting and then you don't have to do other things because you're busy cooking? Or what is it about cooking that makes it a love? I like to show myself because of cooking. And I really enjoy this process. And uh, I like to cook uh, not all food, only desserts, because... Uh, it is uh, tasty and it is uh, sweet and also you can design it like you want and it really uh, inspires me for making for drawing even uh, even in drawing i like this i have so many questions but now I'm wondering, are you a girl who, when you make the dessert, you eat it because it's tasty, but then you're a diet girl, so you stay starving the next day? Or are you one of the lucky girls who you can eat anything, but you stay slim? <laughs> I'm always a starving girl who, who, are, who is on a diet. But yes, I eat my desserts. I, I can't not eat it. I am a person who thinks that we live only once, so I want to taste it. And if I don't do that, then why I cooked it and why I designed it and why I spent so much time on it. Thank you. And you spoke about drawing and photography and maybe we'll return to dessert because it sounds delicious, but first about photography of nature and drawing of nature. These two, what is different between them? What is most interesting, fascinating when it comes to nature photography for you and drawings of photography that you make? When I make photos of nature, I feel joy. I feel like it really inspires me, but when I draw nature, I feel like I uh, 
I can uh, introduce myself in other way, I think, because because my photos and drawing is such a different uh, things for me. I can't draw uh, the sunset that I make that I photographed, and uh, I think that uh, make photos it's only for it's only for your inspiration, but uh, drawing is for introduce yourself. Tell me more, and tell me how are the new emotions different in each experience? I don't really know how to describe it because it's just it's just your emotions, your something that. Uh, that was in your head but when you see it you understand yes it is it is what makes me happy so i like all about it i like all about aesthetic i guess in nature and in my paintings thank you and you as a person do you believe in destiny do you believe in spiritual things, in like the law of attraction, in things like that? Or are you more logical and pragmatic since you're a highly responsible girl who people give you many tasks and responsibilities? I believe in destiny, really. I uh, think that uh, all that we do will boomerang at us in some way. So I think destiny and spiritual things is uh, is very important for me. How do you connect with your destiny? Do you have a way or like do you see signs and you say, wow, these signs are telling me the next step to do? Or what do you do? You just do normal things, but in general you understand that destiny will return to you whatever you give in the end or is it that when you see signs like a number 1111 or whatever you think wow this has a meaning and it's my destiny telling me something or not yes i believe in it and uh, you know one quote of winston churchill that moving along the road of life uh, that uh, you create your universe and uh, i can say that this quote uh, helps me because really just me just only me can uh, change my change my future and i am happy with what i have now and uh, if you, if i want to be happy with something bigger you should work harder for what you want and uh, it's uh, just it only it's important for me that I think that only I can uh, can make something for my future and for my destiny. Only you can do anything for your future and for your destiny. So are you a very highly productive girl where you're busy with projects and studies and responsibilities? without enough time to relax? I am busy only with uh, what I really like to do. But if uh, if I don't like uh, 
my responsibilities, then I am not um, such a busy girl. But if I like it and if I see uh, see my future, if I did this responsibility, yes, I would do that. But you know, in university we have uh, not all lessons are are really uh, important for me. So I don't really like to do them and I'm not busy about them. Yes, I understand. So if you have the passion and the drive for a topic or a project, you're very busy, but you want it. But if you're not interested in it, then you're not so busy with it, correct? Yes. And still, even if you do something you love, sometimes it's good to take a break and do something else. So how do you balance your week or day or whatever to both have productive times and have times that are enjoyable, that give you satisfaction and fun? I like to meet with my friends and uh, when I meet with them or only with one friend, I can have a conversation and we discuss our own problems, we talk about it and uh, then I feel more, I feel better about my responsibilities uh, and uh, that's my way of, uh, uh, that's my way of uh, relief, I guess. Yes, and with those best friends or in general, do you feel that if someone is that close of a person or your person, then it's not even about the conversation. It's about feeling comfortable when you're silent together. Is this your thought or your thought is actually no? If you have a flowing conversation that seems to always go deep and never end, then that is my person. So for you, is it the more you can speak together, the more you're the right people, or if you can stay silent together and feel okay, then that is special. Mm, as for me, you know, the most special is when I can sit with person silently, we don't speak, we just, uh, just uh, satisfy with each other. We like this silence, we like that we don't have to think about these uh, themes of talking with each other. We just sit and we understand that that's it. And I really like it because it happens really rare that you can just meet people and you can sit with them and uh, you feel okay with that. I like what you're saying, but now I'm imagining. Are you a talkative person or not at all? I'm a talkative person with only people who I know. If I don't really know a person, if I meet a person only, only one or two uh, times, then I, I'm not a talkative person at all. So how do you know when you know a person enough? Is it when it's three times then you become talkative? Or is it an emotion you get? Or is it like something that lets you know, okay, I didn't know this person enough, now I know them enough? 
how does that work? People with a, a person with uh, who I uh, meet uh, three times, and then I meet with uh, this person fourth time. I understand that fourth time. Okay, then we can make friends with this person because we not only meet in a group of friends. You know, when you uh, meet with person with people who. Uh, with whom you have uh, group friends and uh, you don't meet with them uh, one by you don't meet with them uh, alone but if you meet with person four times or even more alone then you can understand that it is your person because you you have something in common, you have something to talk about if you meet with them. Wonderful. And in general, since you have a lot of quotes that you like and thoughts, what do you believe is a quote or advice that the listeners can really benefit from and enjoy if you shared it now? I have one, I have two quotes that I would like to share. I really like the quote that, I don't know who said it, but uh, life is not about waiting for the storm to pass. It's about learning to dance in the rain. And really, you just, you need to uh, make steps in this storm, because if you just sit, you will not change this storm. And how is that? Has that helped you, that quote, in your life? Not specific situations, but how did it change your thinking or anything that helped you? Uh, I take a step and I'm not afraid of... Uh, I'm not afraid of uh, consequences about this situation. So, you know, you, you can't just sit and do nothing when something went wrong you need to take a step and uh, do something do something that scares you but it would be better for you in the future wonderful and if people want to follow your telegram channel and get your quotes or follow you in any other social media you use What's the name of your channel? And I will write it in the description. And what social media is the best to follow you and connect with you? My Telegram channel is called How I Feel Life. And uh, the best uh, social media, I guess, is Instagram because uh, I post in the stories all my life and all about me. I don't... Uh, um, I don't um, hide my uh, life. So if uh, people want to know me better, they should just see my stories in Instagram and my posts. Thank you very much, Valerie. It was a pleasure and honor. Something really interesting, full of character and new emotions. And I wish you a great night. Thank you for invitation for inviting me in this conversation.